the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Hi, welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. I'll be cutting out what Chris just did before because <laughs> it sounded terrible. Episode... Oh, come on, that was my broadcaster voice. Oh, uh, yeah, don't broadcast that to anyone. <laughs> Episode 96 is here. It's been a busy week and we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. Oh, we do. How's your week been, Chris, in general? Uh, I've been drinking a lot. <laughs> you have, but what has happened is something amazing has happened. I'm not going to tell you what it is. We're going to see if it works out after the podcast. We're going to do a live stream on Facebook. So by the time you hear this, it would have already happened and you may have seen it. But if you hadn't, go to Facebook and find the Chris and Sam podcast on Facebook. Scroll down our timeline and you'll find the video. And when you see it, you'll know which one it is. Posted Friday night, yes. basically. So that's good. So you've been drinking a lot. You had some bits <laughs> and pieces turn up from overseas. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, parts of Magic Bullet, which actually takes major operation now to, to fix the thing. Yep, looking forward to seeing that in pieces. <laughs> um, and I got, what did I get? I got, got some little clip-on mics, and I got a little connector for my this weird Creative yeah. Zen Vision M. I had a creative... It's a 30, 30 gigabyte hard drive um, music player. I had the Creative mic. Zen, oh, I don't know which model it was. It wasn't the one you had, it was like the smaller one. It was still right. same form factor. Uh, so you've got, yes, I used to have a Creative Zen Micro, I think it was, now that I think about it. Yeah. And it was very cool. Yeah, um, no, this, this thing's lasted me for ages, but it's got a um, different connector that you need on it. Proprietary, yeah, weird yeah. connector thing. And then the connector then goes to both power and to, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Mini USB, not micro, but mini yeah, USB. Yeah, mini. And, which is fine. So without that adapter, I couldn't connect it to my computer and I couldn't recharge it. So... The adapter disappeared a while ago. I want to say like six months ago. Um, maybe three years ago. <laughs> maybe three years ago because time contracts as you get older. And um, <laughs> something you'll you'll look forward to finding out later on, Sam. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I got that for 50 bucks. I could have bought a new iPod. But the thing was that... Um, there's, there's some, some secret s- stuff on there that he needs to get on. I, I need to get. And it wasn't the Rocky Did it charge picture. up okay? Yeah, yeah, it's actually, I must go and check it. It's, it was charging up um, behind the couch in the lounge. Yes, that's where you do all your charging, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had the very first AGM for the Great Pumpkin Carnival this week, which was, uh, it's good. It's a bit different for me because normally there's just two of us running everything. We now have a committee. So what's the point of having an AGM? Why, 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 why are you doing this? The Great Pumpkin Carnival was run sort of under the umbrella of the Friends of Hamilton Gardens who sort of dealt with our money and things. So we set up the Great Pumpkin Carnival Incorporated Society. And to do that, you have rules and regulations and you've got to have so many committee members at a meeting and you've got to um, have elected officials. So I'm vice president at the moment. Um, Who's president? Jenny's president. Yay. Uh, the reason behind that was she came up with it first. That's her project. The whole thing's her idea. And for someone that doesn't oh, yeah, really right. grow. And she wanted to be there for this year. And then I think she's stepping down next year. And I'll go president from next year onwards. Oh, good. There was a reason. Um, so that's interesting. A whole bunch of 
unique people. I'm trying to get them on the uh, technology bandwagon. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be using. <laughs> I'm going. I to, have heard some of the stories. Well, I've only shown one of them, and that was enough. But um. I'm introducing when, he, when he's talking just so the listeners know when he's talking technology he's talking about the deepest darkest secrets of Google Docs yeah Google <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to introduce them to Google Docs which seems like voodoo magic at the moment for them <laughs> and for the one person I've shown and uh, also Trello so oh, that's what's happened this oh, week oh Trello oh okay uh, Trello is um, a great tool I'm just saying these guys kind of <laughs> trouble with yeah, it yeah yeah it's going to blow their minds <laughs> <laughs> was thinking of using something else, but I uh, go with Trello. Uh, this what else has happened this week? Not much work, and we just got back from a meeting for. Oh, uh, uh, we're doing a a dummy practice, run. dummy run. This word uh, of the forty eight hours this weekend. So they are writing teams writing away, and then yes. eight o'clock tomorrow morning we've got a briefing. I just realised I'm going to be late because I have mastermind earlier than that, and then. Uh, so who knows when this podcast is going to get published? Yeah. We yeah. will see. <laughs> Yeah. All depends yeah, on what we're so doing we're, Sunday morning. Yeah, we're filming all weekend. So, yeah, um, we're recording this Friday night before I um, do some other bits and pieces for that project. So, yeah, um, unfortunately, I'm not going to be in the 48 hours itself because I'm going to spark one Innovation Unconference. Woohoo! Go yes, on. very good. We've also managed to catch up on Preacher because... Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to make sure oh. if you're listening to this, if particularly if you like the graphic novel type thing and you know you you like some of the AMC type movie uh, TV series I should yes. say like Walking Dead you should check out Preacher and Preacher is one that you if you're on Netflix or whatever you want to get the whole season just watch that Yep thing. Netflix or Uncle Torrent um uh, just <laughs> you know Uncle Torrent Uncle Torrent's cabin Yep um yes sorry You just watch that back to back you'll be fine Yeah yeah no that is really good I'm really impressed if you are an expert on the graphic novels and you have not yet seen it, just know that this is the origin story that I don't think has been told in the graphic novels, although I haven't read that many. I've read a couple of them. Yep, so hold Chris to that. If yeah. you're an expert in the Preacher universe, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, send all your hate mail to the <laughs> Facebook page, not his email address because he won't be checking that. No, I don't ever check that. Uh, no. We also <laughs> watch Stranger Things. Stranger Things. That was awesome. I was really impressed with that. Yeah, that was great. Kevin Smith. The um, Duffer Brothers. There's three of them. Oh, is it? Yeah, the Duffer Brothers are three of them. And they did, um, uh, Kevin Smith was talking about it on his podcast. He's only seen two episodes, but he was blown away by it. And he goes, oh, I don't know what these Duffer Brothers done. Like, and the, um, Scott Moses was saying, oh, there's three of them. And they've done a whole bunch of um, oh, one of the weird television series. I can't remember which one it was. Oh, okay. So they have been around. All oh, right, but they just haven't been yeah, as prominent. Yeah, it's, it's got a really good feel to it. It really is total eighties. He um, yeah, he said he was just blown away because he said the the Duffer Brothers weren't around in the eighties. They're that young. Oh wow, apparently, really? Apparently, see, I wouldn't have picked. No, that, and I'm obviously an eighties kid. Yeah, or seventies. It's hard to tell. <laughs> but um, yeah, bit of both. Yeah, you crossed over the divide. Uh, yeah, but uh, he was. He was just so blown away with how much it felt like an 80s movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just everything. He said from the opening credits to how it was shot and everything. So apparently... Oh, that's cool. I'm glad he said that because I had that feeling without knowing enough to put it in Yeah, words, yeah. You know? So cool. they apparently got the look and feel from the 80s from old footage and then digitally overlaid it. Oh, wow. To get the grading. All right. So check that out. It's really cool. Looking forward to how the season two's going to go. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be great with the characters. The characters are really good, but the storyline, 
I'm not 100% sure how that's going to go. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a Matrix issue, right? Like the first Matrix was awesome, and then it's like, oh, yeah, by the time how you do we do something one? from this? Yeah, yeah you, you're starting to pull apart the universe, and we won't even go on Highlander. Highlander, the first one, is my fav- most favorite film of all time, and the others never existed. They never, no, they don't exist. Good, pl- Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> that's, that's my opinion on that. Just so we're clear. Okay, so anyway, what else have we got? Uber. I don't know what, what you want to talk about next. Um, Uber uh, offering self-driving cars in Pittsburgh from September. No, not from 2017, from next month. Yep, and they're doing that in partnership with Volvo. Yeah, so that's that's the interesting thing. So, um, yeah, so Uber's customers will be able to summon self-driving cars from their phones. They will have a driver in the car in the driver's seat, but the car will be doing all the driving, and that's obviously a legal thing at the moment. Yeah. But one of the reasons for that is they want to get the fleet doing the machine learning, the AI. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah. they want the, the cars doing all the driving. And so it's a really clever move on their part because they're not in a, um exclusive contract or, or uh, of any type with Volvo. They've just said, right, we're just going to do it. So Uber's Pittsburgh fleet will consist entirely of Volvo XC90s outfitted with dozens of cameras, freaking laser beams, and GPS receivers. Um, Does it say how many cars are going to do in a fleet? Uh, not in what I have here. Okay. Um, but they also Uber spent 680 million acquisition of driverless truck startup Otto. Um, and the cool. reason they did that wasn't for trucks. It's about the self-driving kits that Otto's developed. They've had Otto has developed these self-driving. Um, I just kits. think of Otto from The Simpsons, <laughs> the bus driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. I never thought of that, but yeah, that's that's perfect. Um, so yeah, these these self-driving fit kits can be retrofitted to other cars. Yeah. So what I, that's going to look like in the future is you've already uh, Uber driver and you've got a nice car, um, but I don't want to get a self-driving Volvo. Oh, I'll just get an Otto um, to drive the bus. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's pretty cool. So that's where they're going. Um, and then yes. Simon Bridges jumped onto the bandwagon. Simon Bridges being the transport minister of New Zealand. Yeah, okay. I haven't heard this go. And he said, we will have self-driving cars in New Zealand by the end of the year. Okay, interesting. Yeah. This is the way it's got to be, and we're going to do this. There's a, um, I've seen it somewhere, there's infographic that the New Zealand police have, and it it says um, there's cars out now that have slight, what do you call it? It helps you drive a little bit. The Mercedes and that have that. Yep. And then the next stage is um, driverless cars, but with full manual controls and a driver in the front. Yeah. And then fully, you know, nothing. You're just catching a Johnny Cab or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. Um, So there's no no way for you to actually drive. No. So they're thinking about it uh, and how they're going to deal with it. Actually, just randomly, though, you know the story with Volvo and the seatbelts, eh? Like no, the, no, the original no. three-point seatbelt? Yeah, yeah. A uh, guy at Volvo invented it. Yeah. And um, when he patented it, he opened up the patent for everyone because he said it's so important that everyone has this safety. So I, I was listening to this audio. I mentioned it to you before. Um, it wasn't this audio, but it was from that program that I, I purchased. And uh, the, the guy was talking. So this is a few years ago. Yep. Oh, no, 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 sorry. I oh. tell total lie. I'm okay. talking absolute crap. That's another thing. What? I, I don't I, I, believe you. 
I went to a movie. I was on a movie set this week, so we'll talk about that later too. Yes, you um, were actually. But yeah, it was on the. It was uh, Tim Ferriss interview with Kevin Kelly, which okay. has only ha- recently happened. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, um, well, not that recently because I'm a bit backed up on my podcast. But yeah, he said that. Um, one of the issues, so this guy, Kevin Kelly, has been doing a lot of work with AI and video, um, what do you call it, um, augmented reality and, and virtual yeah. reality and stuff like that. And so he was saying one of the things they're talking about is ethics. E- ethics is going to be interesting. So, you know, if the car has to make the decision, do I put the passengers in danger or do I put the pedestrians in danger? What are the ethics of that? What What's the programming of that? Yeah, what's going to it going to look after more? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then he goes, if you want to be cynical, what you'll end up with is marketing. Choose Volvo. And I'm oh. just saying Volvo. Choose Volvo. We always prefer our passengers over pedestrians. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. But I think one of the more, and he, he asked this question, which I think was more um, relevant as well, is like, um, if if there's an oncoming impact, so it's another car or something, yeah, and the car, the driverless car, has to take um, evasive, ac- evasive actions, yeah. uh, do I prefer to save the driver or do I prefer to save the passenger? Yeah, and yeah. that's a a big one because most parents who would be driving say, don't don't put my kid in danger, but at the same time, if you're the driver, you're presumed to be old enough to do that and. And capable to handle it. So if you survive, then you've got a better chance of helping whoever else is there. Yeah. If, if you get uh, sacrificed and it's a three-year-old kid in the other chair, they're not going to be able to do crap. You know what no, I mean? No, no. But it should get to the point where the car with all its millions of sensors should go, right, we're about to crash. We're doing it at this speed. Here's all the data we've got from crashes that we've done and simulations and crash test dummies and that. Yeah, yeah. Best possible scenario is do this. Bang. Yeah. And yeah, and you're right. And the thing that with that is it's all about those number of um, permutations, how many, how many yeah, tests they've yeah. done and all that. And it'll be and going it, Which on. is machine learning. A- AI is ruling the world right now. People keep going on, and this is part of that, his, his talk too was... Um, Sometimes you know, I think you're AI. Is Chris actually here? <laughs> Oh, there's the laugh. But yeah, he that's, goes, he goes, that's how I know he's real. <laughs> you know the movie Inception and you've got to have the thing you spin? It's the laugh. If he doesn't laugh, uh, then he's a robot. Uh, yeah, uh, I've been body snatched. Yeah. No, um, oh, you, I've lost my track <laughs> now. It's fine. I know, no, he says, this was interesting. I think he's so true. He goes, because um, Tim asked him the question, what do you think the next breakthrough for AI will be? And he goes, well, if I was to ask that truthfully there will never be a breakthrough in ai because ai is always what we refer to something that hasn't been done yet once it's been done it's not ai anymore siri was ai till they did it now it's just siri oh and yeah. everybody you know this is just in the cultural context thing yep keep we'll going be, sorry we'll be waiting for it to catch up you know what i mean yeah so yeah that, that was really interesting so the tim ferris podcast always good to give them a bit of a plug um, that was a good episode there. Yeah, yeah, some good people on there, and it's um, when I yeah when I suggest that podcast to people, I'm like, you don't have to listen to all every episode. Oh no, no, you do have to pick and choose. Yeah, yeah, and there's a bunch that I I look at the headings and go, look, I'm not really into that. I'm not going to bother. Um, a lot of the tech ones I'm into. Um, there's been some really good communications ones lately, um, and I downloaded some for the drive up. So oh, I talk talk about this film, eh? Um, I'm not allowed to talk about uh, 
much about the film, but yeah. I, Chris I was on a film set. I was on a film set, and I was dressed as a 72, 1972 Playboy, which is something I'm quite happy to be typecast as in future. Yeah, uh, he can know. hit on fellow actors, actresses. Yes, yeah, so I, I was given the green light. Yeah, yep. go over the there. The director and said, oh, yeah, what do you want to do uh, when we hit thing? I'm like, I want to go and chat that chick up. He goes, okay, you can do that. And then the producer, she's even better. She's like behind the camera going, take it to the roulette table, take it to the roulette table. So I went, put my arm around her, took her across the room, sipping on my, well, this is it, like, looked like, it looked like bourbon, but it actually was uh, Lipton's iced tea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like the perfect situation for you. No Chris Ice needed, no actual alcohol, and a chick that would talk to you. Yeah, like, yeah. Whoa. It was awesome. <laughs> True, real life's hard sometimes, <laughs> eh? Just got to go to the movies, get that movie magic. Uh, yeah, so I uh, don't know if that'll come out, but... Um, if it yeah. does, we will let everyone know. Oh, I'll let we'll everyone We'll keep know. track of that because it will be very cool. Actually, because I'm terrible at all that stuff. And I, will, you are. I probably won't know if any of the films I've been in comes out. I mean, I still haven't heard that, seen that one that you worked out what it's called um, from that I was in the... Oh, the old one. 80s. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to track that down again because I think 80s, you can order it online. I couldn't find it. Um, oh, I went to Binnin this week. Yeah. Not to get bulk spices and other crap from their bulk bins, but to use their postal service because uh, that's where the post office is now, inside our local Binnin, which isn't too bad until you go up to the wall with prepaid courier packets and you buy three or four of them like I did. And then there's a little bench, little tiny bench that they've built in there with the pen stuck to the uh, chain so you can't steal them. So I'm filling out the forms, but in front of me are the vehicle registration sheets and the vehicle NZTA sheets. Yeah, forms. yeah, yeah. And uh, while I'm doing this, every member of Hamilton East was coming in to get said forms. And no one knows how to say excuse me. So as I'm writing, all these hands are going over me. Taking these forms. It was really weird. Um, oh, I wish their bench was somewhere else while they moved the forms. But you know what hand wasn't uh, coming over me? No. The hand from the Cascades retirement home around the corner from our house. It wasn't bitch slapping me back into bed. You've been Ooh, following that? Yeah, yeah. Now, now I know what Cascades is. <laughs> I, I forgot what that was. You see these stories now, and I don't know if they're biased towards Hamilton or there's nothing else happening around the country, but you read the headline and you're like, I bet that was in Hamilton. Boom. Next thing Actually, you know, I think it's you because you've said that three times and none of them were in Hamilton. Oh, but that's an, oh, okay, that's in Fongaray. Well, it happens quite a lot, though. You yeah, have to admit. No, it, it does. And then you read that story and you're like, oh, that's like a four minute walk up the road. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I wonder if it's those people that are always smoking up the, the workers that are smoking up the front at six in the morning if you go for an early morning walk. Oh man, so yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty rough. But, I mean, I don't believe that people can get but away with that now. No. Like, people should know that there's cameras. No, 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 no. The family put the cameras in. I know. And then they've been criticised for it by the Cascades Management and the Health Board. You can't do that because you've just recorded all our workers without their knowledge, which is illegal. Blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. Really? Now, but, now that that bugs me. Um, that that moment of so silence on the, on the audio there was me giving... Sam, a disbelieving look and considering what I'd say about that, but yeah. No. Yeah, no, it's pretty crap. No, that's that's rough. I mean, you know, they should be totally apologetic. And the health board should be bloody well recording cam secret cameras of their own to, to check their 
So. Yeah, yeah. Or what you should have done was come to the health board, and then the family said, "We've tried this many times, and nothing oh, really? happened." Oh, so. good on them. No, good on them. So I think it was a last resort thing. It wasn't the first thing they decided to do. But when he, but but you know, a whole bunch of people probably went out and bought spy cams this week. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like if I had somebody in a rest home that I actually cared about, I probably would too. But I mean, when they. It was when they visited him and he said, I don't want to go back. Hit, hit, hit or something. He was saying Yeah, words, don't hit me, don't hit yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Hey. Oh, about the post office too. So uh, we, we did talk. Ouch. Yep, the cat's clawing uh, Chris. <laughs> cat's, this cat doesn't jump on your lap. It claws its way up your leg. Yep. Um, okay, so I had to assist it to my lap. So anyway, I um, a while back, uh, a month, two months, four months, I don't know. Uh, six months ago. Amazing. Carry <laughs> on. <laughs> he's yawning. Yeah, he's, uh, sorry. It's just yeah. when he's talking about time like that, I don't know who's getting excited about it, but it's not me. <laughs> so six months ago, we had the whole drama with the post office box where I paid and they thought I hadn't paid and they cut off all my mail and bounced it all back around the world. Now nobody sends me junk mail anymore. I'm really upset about it. And so I decided I'd run out of um, time, so I decided to close my account with my P.O. box. Now, I've had that P.O. box since I moved here in 1997. Yep. So that's a while. And, uh, yeah, and so, yeah, I, I closed it. But do you think you can do that online? Nope. Of course you There's can. There's a whole lot of searching. Like, I'm like, how hard do you make it? And I finally found one thing where it says, Go to the store and get a WS4B form. Yep, that's what you and want. Of course you out. do. Something like that anyway. I can't remember what it was. And so, yeah, so I had to go to the bin and, and get this form. And they're like, oh, we've never done one of those. So that took a while. So, yeah, I know what you mean. So Domino's has been given the green light to trial drone delivery of pizza in New Zealand. Oh, really? Yeah. They're partnered with a company. Simon Bridges probably pushed that through. Simon Bridges is all over it. Yeah. I, he's That guy is just a soundbite politician, I swear. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. sorry. They've partnered with a company uh, called Flirty. Um, that's the drone business. And uh, it's going to launch the first commercial drone delivery in the world starting later this year. So they're working it all out. But I just don't understand it in New Zealand because... They said, we'll only use it if it's quicker than a delivery driver. The range of a drone isn't very far. You can't easily fly them in a city. You're supposed to log a flight plan. The drone's going to get stolen and destroyed. And how if it's in Wellington, <coughs> there's no drone strong enough to fly no, in No, the wind. drone's not going to fly <laughs> in the wind. And what's the mechanism of the pizza? Oh, oh but bail, abort, drop it from 200 feet. Because <laughs> you know, it'll, and the app will go, pizza successful, you know, delivered. And it's like, where is it? Oh, it's on the roof. <laughs> I just can't see. I mean, gimmicky? Yeah, it's great. I, I, I reckon, I reckon there'll be people, you know, at a party be like, let's order up Domino's Pizza. And and they'll either be throw, betting on it getting there, no. or they'll be taking down the drone by throwing things yeah, at it. Yeah, throw beer bottles at it. <laughs> so I'm going to be interested. Or paint guns. Yeah. I want to see what the final uh, iteration of this drone looks like. And I just, I get for a gimmick, it's great. Drones are great. Talking about drones, there's a guy on Kickstarter, I think it finished yesterday, can't remember what it's called, sorry, but look <laughs> it up, but this guy wants to get rid of all landmines in the world in the next oh, 10 yeah, years. Oh yeah, I saw that, that was a great video. And that was Brilliant. a very cool drone, it basically has a metal detector hanging from it, 
It maps the ground, maps where all the um, landmines, landmines are. And then it's got a claw, comes back, drops explosives on everything, blows them all up. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Great idea. Brilliant use of, of technology. Uh, saves lives. Um, genius. So, yeah. Actually, we'll find that and we'll put that link in the show notes at the com. Have you been keeping up with Air New Zealand and the media this week? Not to do with their record-breaking numbers, but something else. No, I saw the record-breaking profits, which we saw on the news just this evening. Yep, looks like they're all going to get a two, almost a $2,500 bonus, so good Who, on them. the staff or the, all the shareholders? Staff. No, staff. Oh, that wow. was at the That's end of that story. Cool. So 40 cents, uh, 40%, yeah, 40 cents on the dollar rise for shareholders. Yeah. Two and a half grand bonus. Nice. Two stories. Here I'm going to pose a situation to you. You are about to fly out somewhere because some relative of yours is about to die. Right. No, someone's coming to you. That's right. Put it. Sorry. You're, you're the other person. So you're at hospital. You died. No, you're at hospital <laughs> with the person that's about to die. Yeah. The other family members at the airport about to come. Yep. Do you ring the other person to tell them before they board the plane that their person died? Or do you wait until they get off the plane? No, you wait till they arrive. No, not for uh, the woman who got rung and broke down at, I think, Wellington Airport and just sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. In New Zealand people, all these people came, helped her out. What's wrong? What's wrong? Ah. They looked after her on the plane. They put a blanket up. They put her in the back because she's bawling her eyes out. You know, really great customer service. The question in the comments was, why would you ring them if you know they're already coming on the plane? But anyway. I know. I totally agree. You, you, so, you bring them in and you give them a big hug at the airport and go, Yeah, sorry. Tell you. You're a bit too late. Yeah. Um, you should have saw your shit out and got here earlier. But um, so the next day. They yeah, never you, liked you anyway. They're just yeah. like, oh, is she coming? Oh, I'll just die now. <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> the next day uh, in New Zealand, in the news again, not very good customer service, really. Uh, one of them was walking down the empty plane, uh, air hostess, Snapchatting, and she was squirting water out of her mouth and goes, I really wish I could just spit on all the passengers. And then at the same time, there's a pilot, a male pilot, who has a blow-up doll in the aircraft, and he's kissing it, and next thing you know, it's in the cockpit, in the seat, and he was sharing that on social media. So they've basically been fired, and their social media accounts have shut down, and it just seems strange. Because, let's face it, Air New Zealand is one of the most social media savvy companies in New Zealand, right? Uh, they win, I think, worldwide, actually. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 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 to- yeah. totally within New Zealand, anyway. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they're world class. So that sort of thing, they... Though their last safety video, I can't remember who was in it, it was like weird ass. It's was really weird. the Australian... Um, surfer. I don't know. I don't think it got much coverage, actually, because it was so strange. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving on, something to do with Glocks and Cocks, or Cocks and Glocks. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say, um, warning, if you have kids in the car and stuff... Oh, yeah, you, that's right. We're a family-friendly podcast here, so yeah, uh, cover your ears and don't listen to the last four minutes of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's a great uh, campaign. We'll, we'll share the video, um, at least on our Facebook page, I guess. Yes. Um, and... The University of Texas, the local governor of Texas, because it's Texas, has okay passed a law that students of the University of Texas can carry concealed weapons. Oh, of course. You know, you need that as so, a Second Amendment right. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And um, this woman, one of the students, she's uh, started this campaign, which has really taken off, I think. Um, and it's only just started yesterday. Excellent. And uh, because they're not getting the best professors 
because the best professors are going, yeah, I don't know if I want to teach in a school where Everyone's kids are carrying, carrying guns. <laughs> so she also looked at the rules and found that there was a, 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 a law that said you are not allowed to sell, um, sell distribute, or something, show, um, sex toys. Oh, so yep. she's doing a campaign called Cox Not Glocks, and she's giving away dildos <laughs> as you enter the school. And it's just, I, I just think that is the best campaign slogan ever. Like, Cox Not Glocks. Um, and, and that's what it's all about. I think it's, I think it's brilliant, and she's really getting her point across because it's spread pretty quick around the world. Yeah, doing very well. Yeah, so check out that video because it is actually there's a serious message behind it. And she's like, this, the whole point of the, the choosing to do it this way is just the total absurdity of it. Yep. We can have guns in the yep. classroom, but we can't have, you know, not that you want sex toys. The big but why rubber would, black phallus. Yes. Not that you want sex toys, but why would you want a Glock in the classroom? That's Seriously. Right. <sighs> anyway. So that's uh, my rant. Was I going to rant about anything? Were you going to rant about anything else? No, that actually brings us to the end of the podcast. I'm about to lose my voice, I think. So <laughs> people can find us, Chris and Sam Pod, on Twitter. Yep. Or you can go to Facebook and search The Chris and Sam Podcast. Or you can go to the mecca of everything that is Chris and Sam Podcast, thechrisandsampodcast.com. Yes. If you want to attend our pod fest, I, I think all the barbecue. people that listen to this that are coming. Yeah, well, yeah, most of them are. But I'm going to say this anyway, so then they can't say we didn't invite you. Yes, good point. Um, so, you know, go to the, the Facebook page and just say, I want it, you know, post to us, I want to... I want come, in. I want in. I want to come to the PodFest. It's going to be in Auckland on the 24th. It's a, like a barbecue type thing. We're not sure about the food. Yeah, he said barbecue, but it might not have any barbecue. We're no. thinking drone-delivered pizza. <laughs> yeah, if we'll we have to that. do it ourselves and then film it to Domino's and yeah. show them how it's done. But we'll there'll be it. a few other podcasters there. We'll be a few different podcasting people. We'll have a few stars and, and we're going to rec- We're going to record and... the 100th episode there. Yeah. So uh, if you come along, you might be in it. Yep. There you go. So it's a big deal for us. But that's going to be our 100th episode party on the 24th of September. Good stuff. Until next time, I'm Sam. And I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.